0: do on hot rod. It's, it's a bing, bing bong. You haven't seen that movie.
1: I have. I've seen it several times. I'm not sure what. Scene it's when you're they're the about.
0: training scene when they're they're trying to drown him basically. <laughs>
1: and oh, I thought you were talking about the scene where they're like cool beans, oh cool no. beans, cool beans, cool beans,
0: <laughs> cool, cool, cool beans.
1: <laughs> I d- that movie got funnier to me each time I watched <laughs> it. <laughs> and
0: it's, it's it's very quotable. There's a lot of quotable moments in that. It's kind of like the other guys for me. Like I I can quote uh, other guys all day long.
1: It's yeah. Really or uh, what's his name from uh, Eastbound and Down? What's his name? God damn it! What's his name? When he comes running in, he's like, I've been I'm am, dude I've been drinking green tea all day, and he starts, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> beating his ass. <laughs> yeah. I've been drinking green tea all day. <laughs> Danny McBride. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that guy
0: creeps me out.
1: Yeah, I don't get him. Like, he, I I don't know. Like, I can't separate his character from him as a person.
0: I think the last thing I actually saw him in was Land of the Lost. Yeah, like, he was, that was in that. Thing. He
1: was, he had he was the explosion expert in that. The was last he?
2: thing I saw him in was um was it This Is the End? Is that that one?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: And like, I was f- like sort of familiar with him before I watched that, and I was like, this dude yeah. seems like he would murder you if he had a chance. And then like he totally played that character. Yeah, and this is the end, and I was like, "Yeah, I wouldn't trust this guy."
1: He always plays that sort of like douchebag, like self-centered character, and he does it so well, and so that's yeah. I think that's why it's hard to separate him from his character. He <laughs> yeah. looks like a douchebag. <laughs> his haircut.
2: <laughs> he looks like a. Well, someone he always who would has put something
0: in your drink. He always has like the the mullet or whatever right. going on. He's got the mullet creepy.
1: goatee combo. It's like not what,
0: g- when he was in that movie with James Franco, I was like, that sounds about right. He'd be in a movie with James Franco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Sounds pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. He seems like one of those people though that his character is so over the top, and then whenever you interview him, he's probably just like very you know, astute and I'm sure like quiet uh, and
0: <laughs> well it's kinda like uh what's it? is it CJ Riley? C J. Riley. What's it? freaking Taldignites dude?
3: Oh no, John C. John
0: Reilly. C. Riley. Oh, I love him. I love him too, but he kind of has the same vibe where he on on a lot of the movies he's in, he plays like this stu- super idiotic person. Yeah, but in real life, he's the difference between a those two dudes dude.
2: for me though is like John C. Riley. Like I mean, come on, he looks like he's a weird looking dude. He is a weird looking know, dude. You know, he's not yeah, good, by I'll any means classically attractive <laughs> at all. But. Um, like he's not someone who actually creeps me out like the other dude does. <laughs> like John C. Right. Riley, I feel like I feel like he'd be a cool uncle, you know? Not oh, absolutely. Like, and I feel yeah. like that other dude, what's his name, McBride, Danny McBride. Danny I feel like he would be creepy uncle. <laughs> oh, absolutely. John C. Riley, yeah. cool uncle. Danny McBride, creepy. John uncle. C.
1: Riley is also just uh, I think he's an Oscar award winning. Uh, yeah, for Chicago. Yeah, in Chic. Yeah, he does serious roles really well. Yeah. Do you ever see him in um what was that Daniel Day Lewis movie um. About the five boroughs of New York. Gangs of New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that one. I haven't seen it. He's really good in that and super serious. He's super serious and... um, Walk hard. (laughs) I was about (laughs) to say that. (laughs) No, what's eating Gilbert grape. Okay. I haven't seen that either. That's an old one. Has he been
2: around that long? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In movies?
1: And he's really, really good, but he does funny. So he's one of those people that can do drama and comedy so well. Yeah.
0: (sighs) Hmm. Okay, this is kind of a, so we shifted spots today, and it feels,
1: I mean. It's yeah, it's I feel kinda, it very unnatural feels, over here. It feels <laughs> weird.
0: It's just different perspective, you know. Well,
2: <laughs> it's always it's Ben new light. that's running the uh, technical aspect of it. So he's over there with the levels and, and the so computer and stuff. It's kind of nice not to
0: have any responsibility right and now. Uh, yeah, the
1: reason th- this is going to sound bad is because It's of not going to sound bad. <laughs> it's not. It sounds fine. Yeah, but this does feel weird to be sitting on this side.
2: I'm excited to do it. I I think I'll probably do it next week. But I
1: did sit on this side at our last location,
2: Mm-hmm, which was across the room. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you did.
1: Yeah. Oh no, I was thinking. Wait.
2: I'm always in the middle. Is that a girl thing, or did it <laughs> did it just work out that way? I think you it know, just worked like out that way. You yeah. know, like in pictures or like in movies or whatever. It's always the chick in the middle.
0: Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Th- it wasn't intentional. Hmm. Yeah, i You're mean, just drawn to the center. That's just so where I that's sat. All it is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, they say that, or I heard that there was a study done that, um, like in bathroom stalls, like public bathroom stalls. Yeah. Most women tend to go towards the middle stall.
1: What? Really? That's, that's the opposite of men. Is that anarchy? Well, in that's there? the what's the, happening. That's different
2: from what I do. Like I always go to the outside stalls. I never want to go to the middle ones. But I heard like, yeah. I maybe, like. Since I don't do that, I just wanted to sit in the middle in the podcast table.
1: <laughs> towards tell me which stall you choose. Well, well, you've gotta, you gotta, you okay. gotta take a dump. Are in we the talking theater. about stalls or are we talking about urinals? Because no, there's two like, different answers. There's there. no
2: there. urinals in women's bathrooms. Like you've been in a
0: three and a half hour movie and you got to take a dump in a theater bathroom. So which Lord of the Rings. To? So you have like
1: five stalls to choose from. Let's give it. Let's give you that. In most situations, I will take the furthest stall. Tip if it's handicap open, stall. Yes. You'll take the handicap stall is the one to go I typically go for to. that one too. Which However, is the most used. I'll play the wild card here. If there is a family bathroom that's <laughs> supposed to be for oh, somebody changing yeah. their child, that's where I want to go. The one that's like completely private, it's mm-hmm. its own room. That's where you want to go. Well, that's
2: where you want to go to take a shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: That's why I do at work. And all that's the what time. I would
2: <laughs> prefer that people do anyway. It's roomy
0: and more private. Honestly, if I wish that I know it's not economical probably from the like the employer standpoint or whatever but having like actual walls in between you instead of those like freaking flimsy aluminum stalls. Yeah. I prefer that.
2: Well, yeah, yeah where Nine I work, out there are four separate bathrooms. Bathrooms yeah. and we actually have an employee bathroom and that's nice. Oh, I didn't you know. You got to punch in that's a code nice. to get in there. Oh, oh. fancy. Yeah.
0: Just
1: to where that, I go to take down, all my shit. <laughs> <laughs> No. Damn. But whenever you're talking about a urinal, yeah, you always take whatever is... You never take... Say there's five urinals there. Okay, There's somebody taking a piss. You never take the middle. Well, you never take whatever is next to whoever's Yeah, you always going. leave a buffer. Yeah, there has to be a buffer because men are so hyper-masculine and mm-hmm. <laughs> are so homophobic, so we can't be next to... Also, th- I say that like... <laughs> As if it's homophobic, but why would you...
2: Well, Why would you want to r- walk right up next to someone? Exactly.
1: You're why
0: would you do that? That seems s- so weird. You know, the weirdest thing weird. to me in public bathrooms is when somebody's talking on their damn phone while they're pooping. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It's awkward.
2: That, that <laughs> it just sounds awkward. Really weird. Yeah. What if they had them on speaker I don't so know. you hear both sides of the conversation?
0: Honestly, that'd be kind of funny. I'd listen in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd start talking to them. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey. <laughs>
0: Just start grunting really loudly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well,
2: I've yeah, I mean, I would prefer that someone use like if there is the mm-hmm. option. Like if I just have to do a number one, sure. I don't care what stall I use. Like I just go to the first one right. that's not clogged and sure. gross. Yeah. Um. But if you know you gotta do a number two, then I would prefer that anyone else go to the private bathroom too because you know I don't want to be in the stall mm-hmm. and here next to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's what, just weird.
1: What's your routine whenever you have to use a a sit down toilet? Though, do you wipe down the seat? Oh, I have to. I always do. Yeah, I have to. Yeah,
0: I don't at work. I I even do at work. Yeah, I do too. Which at my work they only have one bathroom. Of course, guys, I have a there's huge. A ton of guys there's in the
1: a like a hundred people working where I work. But yeah, yeah.
0: Which it's also yeah, I feel like in any warehouse type place where there's a lot of people free- frequenting all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't trust the bathrooms too much. Yeah. Um, what I, I don't like understand
2: that. is in women's bathrooms when you go in and you see that there's pee on the seat. Ew. That doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Wh- what
1: yeah, are they doing? Yeah, that, <laughs> that makes no fucking sense. That to me. Can't be maybe a woman hu- going. Maybe going they're in hovers. There. No. <laughs> is that They're mean gonna like hover. They're gonna leave the seat up. Right? Do you mean mm-hmm. that
2: people do? People who do like the were they like what hover is it squat. called the Roman chair over the seat? Oh,
1: the bidet. Huh? the squatty potty? Yeah. yeah. No,
2: like where they yeah, where they just like do like I mean, you have to have some thigh strength to do this. Uh, yeah. Where you just like kneel, not kneel, uh like just, you know, sit in the air over the toilet and try to like aim it in. Maybe yeah. that's what's happening. I mean, isn't that
0: <laughs> isn't that more standard than the throne? What? The, the squatty potty?
2: No, it's not. What are we talking about? I'm
0: lost. Now. I'm lost too, I guess.
2: No, no I just not. meant like what do you call that exercise where you have to sit against the wall? That's called a oh, Roman oh, chair,
0: right?
1: Oh. oh. Yeah, you might be right there. I don't remember what it That's
2: what called. I was I mean, I don't I may have It sounds like it, a
1: sex position.
2: It's an exercise.
1: <laughs> yeah. The Roman yeah. chair. Isn't that
2: what it's called? Did I, I, mean, you might did be right. I misremember I, that? I don't remember. I may I, have cuz I remember doing it like in PE in the 4th yeah. grade, but I may have misremembered what the name is. Yeah. Shit, I can't. Yeah, I, um, I may be wrong, but Somebody, anyway, to get an angry emails. Maybe that's, that's maybe that's what they're doing over the toilet when women maybe. get peeing on the toilet. It's really an exercise, or they're just like you know, s- s- like <laughs> moving over it, you know, because uh, they're unsteady. Actually, could you draw a picture? Real <laughs> <quick>? <laughs> <laughs> okay, five minute break so while I draw a picture of this. <laughs> Wait. So
1: I've worked like customer service, like or or you know whatever for mm-hmm. over ten years now and there's so many times i've gone to the toilet and there's like literally just like shit on the floor and oh shit like just i have never everywhere. had to deal with that i was uh, i've had to deal with it and i, have I want to know the the mi- we'll get to your story okay no continue the mind of the person that did that in what I want is, hopefully it was just a little kid that didn't know what they were doing, but usually the shits are too big. Well,
2: I have a story that relates to that too after Ben's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I promise we'll get to the topic of yes, today after <laughs> these shit stories. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mind.
2: I'm There's gonna, just a lot of bullshit out there. I'm going to at least start it. on editing tomorrow. Okay. Since I basically okay. completely dropped the There's ball so last many, week. That's okay.
1: There's so many times that I saw just shit everywhere, and- it was too big for it to be just a little kid. And <laughs> yeah, I don't... So, like, and they just, like, shit everywhere. Yeah, what do their homes look like? like yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I remember, so I was in Boy Scouts when I was younger, and I think I talked about that on a podcast before, but I went to this one camp. It was called Camp Cherokee, and it was my favorite until it got closed down, but anyways, <laughs> I went one year, and they only had one actual bathroom on camp, and it was for staff only. Oh fuck but them! <laughs> every campsite was a ten-minute walk in any direction from the central hub, which w- was where the uh, the staff toilet was. And so <laughs> there was one day I just had to go so bad, and I wanted so I had to use the staff bath bathroom. But I went in there and like literally all around the toilet seat, all the way up the wall on the back, somebody had just smeared shit what? everywhere. Ew. It was the worst. It was terrible. It was so what bad. What the <laughs> fuck? So it was the hover squat situation. That's what we <laughs> had to do. <laughs> hover squat. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way oh around it. Oh man. Anyways, um, so bathrooms lead to the ocean. The ocean, there's the Bermuda Triangle. No, no there was still my story. story. Oh, go <laughs> ahead, <laughs> Sydney. Go ahead. Sydney still has one. Wait. <laughs> go we're ahead.
2: not done here. Go ahead. <laughs> when I worked at uh twenty eight, this would have been when you worked there too. Okay. Probably like four years ago. It um, was a
0: long time ago.
2: Yeah. Damn. Yep um i was working a lunch shift and uh at that, that point was your mistake right there yeah for real <laughs> fuck it but one of the managers like this was the point where they decided floor managers during the day would also be hosts so oh, yeah. my manager was hosting and it i felt was so bad for them. like <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> i don't care about any of those people <laughs> like i walked up to the front and i <laughs> i saw my manager She just had this horrified but also amused look on her face. And she was Was like, Is this Sarah? No, this was Devin. Oh, okay. And she was like holding, like, she was holding her mouth over her hand. And she was like, just obviously something had just happened. Mm -hmm. And I was like, What's going on, dude? And she was like, (laughs) She was like, This lady just ran in here and she had shit all down the back of her leg. And I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) are you kidding me? And then, like, that was around exact time when I was about to leave and the next shift came in. Mm -hmm. And that night, uh, so they had just also implemented where when you come in for your shift, they, like, gave each person certain duties. (laughs) (laughs) Duties. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) Amber had the duty duties. (laughs) So Uh, she had to clean the bathroom. (laughs) Yes, Uh, Amber Black. And she had to clean the bathrooms, and I saw that her name was on there for the bathrooms, and I was just like, because <laughs> <laughs> I knew what she was about oh to walk into. Gosh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it was it was pretty awful. Also, did you guys hear about the poop knife? What? What? Did you see the poop knife thing that's been going around on no. online?
1: Wait, is that okay? Never mind. This I think it can't may have be the same thing. That I think I'm it may have of. been a
2: Reddit story, or maybe is this about the
1: guy that got. Uh, he was frozen no okay never mind i have a different poop knife story then
0: wow there's so many poop knife stories
2: (sighs) anyway my (laughs) boss the other day like came up to me she was like sydney read this and it was a story about this guy he was like so like growing up um my family and i would apparently what i didn't know at the time we would just take the biggest shits and we would have to like we had a designated knife called the poop knife that you would have to cut your turds in half with so it would go down the toilet. What? Maybe they just had really tiny toilets. Uh, uh, no. Because <laughs> this guy goes on and he tells Huffle. several stories after this. And he's like, so whenever, like, one time I was at a party and I had to take a shit, and again, I took a huge shit. And I was like, he said that he, like, yelled out the door to his friend. He's like, hey, dude, where's your poop knife? <laughs> and then all he heard was silence and then building laughter. <laughs> And so he found out that his family and his own weird fucking self were the only people that had to cut their turds in half <laughs> to make them go down the toilet.
1: Wait. <laughs> did I not tell this exact same Well, not this same story, but my family story? We're at story? 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We've only been talking. Go ahead. We're we're five years old. <laughs> my, I feel like I told this story before that I had a... Uh, Extended family member that, uh. Isn't he
2: the one that shit himself?
1: <laughs> no. He, <laughs> uh. He's he listening was to He had podcast. a designated <laughs> poop scissors that he kept did he? by the toilet. I
2: feel like maybe you did. No.
1: I feel like I told you this at the maybe very you least. Did. Is there the
0: same scissors that you'd use for the popsicles
1: where you cut the. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Why? Why <laughs> would that be the same thing? <laughs> no. Just trying to put that in your head. <laughs> no, uh. I guess mean I had told you this I and mean, I think once that there's somebody in my family that had this sore thing where he had very long poops and so his family had fam- or like a uh, designated uh poop scissors so that he could cut up his poops. But is this the same
2: mm. one who shit himself after a date?
1: No, it's a different one. Oh my gosh. That was <laughs>
2: Don't Okay. Editing that out. <laughs>
1: Although that guy's a douchebag. Yeah, he's a douchebag.
2: I really don't care. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this week, okay, I'm really excited about this topic. Are you? Yes. Yeah, I love, um, so it's Bermuda Triangle is what we're talking about, first of all. Yep. And I love um, talking about... And reading up on stories about mysterious disappearances, especially when it involves one area and there's no, like, real solid explanation for it. Mm -hmm. And this has been happening for, I think, like... About five hundred years is about as far back as you can go with the stories mm-hmm. and the mis- uh, the disappearances in this very particular area.
1: Well, Christopher Com- Columbus said. Columbus, that he, he yeah, saw, he said that he saw something. Well, he yeah. said
2: that there were strange lights and the mm-hmm. compass the compasses were fucking up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah, you it's can go back five hundred years, and I think that in that five hundred years there have been on average about one thousand disappearances. So mm-hmm. that's like two a year on average. Yeah, and so. It's uh it's really fascinating. I'm really excited to get down on this topic. I've actually spoken about on the podcast before about a couple of these disappearances mm-hmm. that I didn't realize were in the Bermuda Triangle, or at least I forgot they were.
0: Yeah. yeah. There are a ton and there's also just so much information out there about it. It's almost hard to weed through because there's so many there's people like with speculation lot, about yeah. what it could be or what it is or you know, and then there you have the conspiracy theorists that say, well, aliens or Know, yeah, I read that one, too. Have you. But, I mean, there is also a lot of mystery about the Bermuda Triangle. Like, um, like Bermuda itself is kind of a phenomenon. Like, the cliff off the side of Bermuda is, like, three times that of the Grand Canyon if you were to remove all the water. Mm. And it was, it just there's just a lot of weird stuff around that area, mm-hmm. like, geographically speaking.
2: <clears throat> yeah, there are uh, a lot of different things that could point to certain explanations and theories and things like that. But, like I said, none of them are scientifically solid. So that's yeah. what makes the the mystery continue to this day.
0: Yeah, and it's like five. What is it? Five hundred thousand square miles. Like that's <laughs> a lot. Of, that's a lot of area. It's a huge area. Yeah. I mean, it's between, uh, what the tip of Florida and Bermuda and, Torrance what's the third thing. <laughs> we got one each. It's your turn. <laughs> is it Puerto
1: Rico? Is it Puerto Rico? Isn't, Puerto th- Rico? isn't it?
2: We really should have known this. <laughs> <laughs> well, this we'll is like pa- the first thing we sh- all should we'll, have known. We'll
0: paste it together before we... Uh, so we sound smart.
2: I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I always try to do. Sometimes it doesn't work, though.
0: You uh, know. 60-40. Devil's Triangle. That's different, though. Mm-mm. Devil's Triangle? No, it's the...
2: It's the Bermuda Triangle, a.k.a. Yeah. Devil's Triangle.
0: Or Devil's Sea.
2: It, uh, well, it's it's a loosely defined area. Um, so, I mean, it's just... like Basically, it's this area between... Puerto Rico, Bermuda, and Florida, and it creates a triangle. Okay, so so
1: it is Puerto Rico. Rico. You're right.
2: Uh-huh. Where all of these mysterious uh, flight and ship disappearances have occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them happened, or a lot of the most interesting ones uh, happened in the 40s and 50s, or the most mm-hmm. mysterious ones, Um uh, but we'll. I'm sure we'll all get to some of our favorites because I definitely have a couple of favorites that I want to talk about in depth.
0: But we'll okay. get there. Yeah, sure. I didn't actually look into specific cases. So I oh, yeah. About those. oh yeah. Oh, there's
2: some really cool ones.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, it is also interesting. Like if you think about, uh, uh, like meteoro- uh, m- meteorology, uh, the like hurricanes always form around that area because they say that there's a draft that goes from the like northern Africa that comes down. And then up towards the Gulf. Yeah, and that's like, like right there. So there's a lot of like weather. A lot of storms that happen in yeah. there. area.
1: Right. It said that it has some of the most strong currents and some mm-hmm. of the like the most uh strong weather patterns in mm-hmm. that area. Which yeah. obviously is like number one reason for why this for sure. sort of thing is happening. But
2: every explanation though that you read There's like There's s- there's always something um that just it doesn't quite sum it up. Like you, right. can, you can use a certain explanation. Like, so, uh, so there's a methane gas theory. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that a lot of people know about that one. Actually, my coworker mentioned it to me today when I told him mm-hmm. what we were doing. Um, and that one is interesting, and it really could be a solid explanation. Mm-hmm. But the only problem is it says that it would cause a lot of ships to sink. Mm-hmm. The only issue is that a lot of ships have just been found floating. Mm-hmm. With no crew. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, like, that theory to me, it's it's a good theory mm-hmm. in theory, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, once you actually put, like, a lot of these cases to it, it doesn't really work out. Yeah. But, yeah, the current thing is true. Like, there's something called the Sargasso Sea or Sargasso. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. It's an area within the Bermuda Triangle that's uh, surrounded by currents on all sides of it. So mm-hmm. that, like, certain times whenever ships would sail through this area... They would just totally stop moving, huh? So, yeah, there's. So like they
0: couldn't, they couldn't catch sail again, or.
2: Um, I think that that explanation, like that, could be why a lot of ships were found, either wreckage of ships mm-hmm. or just ghost ships, mm-hmm. were found with absolutely no crew and no sign of struggle, is because like maybe they just got stuck there, yeah. and then chose to abandon ship, and then they. Mm-hmm. Like had such a hard time getting out, or they couldn't find land, and then yeah. they just starved or whatever died of exposure, yeah, um. which
0: is like you were saying though, like none of these explanations explain everything, like for Not example, everything. that doesn't explain the planes it doesn't I- yeah, it doesn't, so and like I mean anything that's directly related to the sea doesn't necessarily explain the plane i mean the methane gas there's theories as to how that can affect them, mm-hmm. right um there's like the weather obviously could affect both uh, the electromagnetic fields would affect more planes, but if like and compasses. And compasses. Like,
2: I mean, because Chris Columbus said that his compasses mm-hmm. were uh, going awry. Right. But how um, would that
0: affected like, wooden ships back in the day when they were... True. And that have also gone missing. So yeah. there's just a ton. But I think it's also important to keep in mind that they have found some of those, too, on the ocean floor. Some of the planes that went missing.
2: Yes, they have. Yeah. Not, not all of them are disappearances. Yeah. Because um, they do find wreckage with uh, a mm-hmm. lot of these ships and planes that go missing. Mm-hmm. Um, the only issue is that... In a lot of these cases the entire crew is missing. Yeah. And um, actually I think in
0: almost all of the ones that I read about today they didn't find any like remains.
2: Same. Yeah, so it doesn't explain a lot of that and then mm-hmm. um in yeah, several of these cases there's just I mean that's why the like exactly why the mystery is s- it's still a mystery is because uh yeah. just there's no one explanation for all of these issues.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I was No, at I've been
2: ago. I've been just Blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. No, you're totally fine.
2: I'm super excited about this. Yeah, <laughs> fun. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I
1: have, uh, uh, like, just speaking for myself, like, the first time that I heard about this, mm-hmm. like, and I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before, so stop me if I have. Mm-hmm. But my, I went to a private school, and my school got donated a ton of books from the local public school. Anyway, so we got donated a bunch of books that the public school did not want to have anymore. They were mm-hmm. a bunch of, like, 1960s, 70s sci-fi books mm-hmm. that they had all lost their dust covers. Like, they didn't have the title on any of them. And and I was a kid that read a lot, so I would go in there and just, like, pick a book at random and read some stuff. And one of the mm-hmm. books I found was called, uh, st- like, uh, Mysterious Disappearances or something. Yeah. And it talked about the Bermuda Triangle a lot. And um and it was so pulpy, so like like reading yeah. about it now is like, okay, all this stuff that they're talking about was nonsense, but there was so much like hype and lore about the Bermuda Triangle back in the day mm-hmm. that I mean now we we know like we, we're talking about like weather patterns and you know the current and there's yeah. a lot of explanations for it. But back then there was a lot that was just seemed super crazy and mysterious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I read a lot about this and this guy that put it together his name was his name was Charlie. <laughs> I don't remember his last name. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember because I, I looked so hard to try to find this guy uh yeah. online. Um he was a Interesting guy. Like, his biography is he, like, he spoke 20 different languages. He was like a philanthrop- philanthropist? Yes, thank you. Um, an explorer. Like, he was like a wild game hunter. He was like one of those, like, early 20th century white guys that just did everything because oh, sure. their family gave them a lot of money mm-hmm. or whatever. They just wanted to explore. Right. Yeah. He's very smart, but he got really into this idea that the, uh, Bermuda Triangle was like this like weird supernatural space that was like taking people like planes and ships and whatever Mm -hmm. just taking taking them I guess yeah and he had his own theories about it but Mm -hmm. so I read this book and it had this whole section about him and his theories about this and Mm -hmm. that really got me set off on the idea of the Bermuda Triangle yeah. And, I mean, it's been the inspiration for so many other, like, science fiction things. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's also theories that there's, like, a wormhole within the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Or even, like, uh, along the electromagnetic uh, clouds, they say, that are in the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, it kind of relates back to the Philadelphia Project, where they said that that's, yeah. that's how it transported from one place to another so I other was going so to quickly. go back to
1: the, yeah, Philadelphia Project, because w- yeah. what they call it? Not the Ley Lines were they the ley lines? The, what are you talking about? Ley lines. All, just these lines of energy that cross the oh. globe that like can transport one thing to the other place. I, do, I don't know what they're called, but you might be right there. I'll look it up. I'm going to okay. cut that out. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's called ley lines. Okay. L-E-Y lines. Apparent okay.
2: alignments of landforms, places of ancient religious significance, or culture, often including man-made structures... They are ancient straight paths or routes in the landscape, which are believed to have spiritual significance.
1: Yeah. So there's a theory that these ley lines can transport one thing from some place to another place or another time. I so, see. a
2: bit like um, I know that I've mentioned Outlander on the podcast before.
1: Yeah. It would be like that.
2: Yeah. I find that really fascinating. Because, I mean, if I were a bit more superstitious, I would think, like, dude, something freaky is going on in the Bermuda Triangle. Mm -hmm. And I love to, you know, theorize on things like that, obviously, like we do on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But deep down, I know that there is a scientific explanation for everything. That's what I believe, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, So. But yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely some kind of screwy thing going on in the Bermuda Triangle, but I think that Mm -hmm. there is some kind of scientific explanation that we have just not found yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which around that area, there's also uh, like I, a lot of people talk about all the phenomenons, like all the documentaries I've watched about the Bermuda Triangle. They always mention like the the blue holes that are kind of in some of the islands over there. I think one of the popular one is over in, uh, I think it is in Bermuda. Have you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. If you look uh, up on the internet, it looks like a giant dark hole, like in the ocean. It Where is, it's like unfathomably deep
1: the bermuda triangle eats your blue hole
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> it eats your ship hole <laughs> no but they say like they used to think like monsters lived down there because every once in a while it looked like uh it was breathing like bubbles would come up and uh. air would come, or whirlpools would just start to like form like multiple ones at a uh, time like in the it. last
2: pirates movie
0: yeah exactly but uh people actually have dove down there now and they know that there's all these cave systems, and there's currents running through these cave systems, and they're sucking water out, which is making these whirlpools. And so there's just a lot also, of strange activity. We
1: still haven't gone as deep as you can get in the ocean. Like, I don't think we have the tech. Uh, we've gone as deep as we think it is. Right. Um, <coughs> I was just. I watched a documentary about this before we started recording, mm-hmm. and. Uh, there, Yeah, there's some depths of the ocean that we still haven't got to yet.
0: Yeah, we've theorized And that.
1: we've, even the, the <laughs> deepest places that we've gotten to, <laughs> like, we're surprised that we find life there. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like, the deeper you go, you're probably going to st- still find more surprising yeah. life. And
0: I heard an interesting point today about uh, the ocean. Like, uh, if you were a proprietor of evolution, um, then a lot of people say, you know, we came from the ocean. You know, evolved mm. from fish, come you know, um, so on buzz. and so forth. That the uh, you know, like the m- there would be like some, I don't know, yeah, I'm trying to think of the word, <laughs> some phenomenon down there that where life had sparked at some point in time, like well where it divulged, diverged.
1: Mm, not to get too speculative, but sure. like maybe there could be some corollary to something that's even deeper. Yeah, like as deep as you can go as we are above where they are. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what it's you're
0: saying. Like some subterranean. Or right. S- Mole <laughs> people. <laughs> Mole <laughs> people. <laughs> it's been confirmed. You've heard it here, folks. So um, ley
2: lines and vile vortex, have you heard that before? No. V-I-L-E, vile vortex, um, is any of 12 purported particular geographic areas arranged mm-hmm. in a pattern around the Earth um, and the Bermuda Triangle is the best known of them. The vortices are linked to subtle matter energy, ley lines, or electromagnetic aberration. The phenomenon is addressed as geometric patterns as explored by
1: Plato. Well, while you're reading that, I will say from that book that I read called like, Unexplained Disappearances or whatever, mm-hmm. where it talked about the Bermi- Bermuda Triangle, um, there was one story that really stuck out to me because it was an American story. Mm-hmm. And it was about a guy that was literally walking out in his field, in like the 1930s or something. He had a farm, mm-hmm. and his family were, they were walking him, or they were walking, they were watching him walk away, and he was l- maybe like a hundred yards out. He was in a field, and then just poof, he just disappeared, mm-hmm. and. Everyone ran out into the field they're like w- uh, they thought that he like fallen down and like so they
2: saw him just disappear. They
1: saw him disappear and in their mind whenever they saw that they thought that maybe he had just fallen yeah and had a heart attack or collapsed or something. Mm-hmm. They all ran out there and what they found was kind of a burnt circle in the earth and where he was standing mm-hmm. and he was completely gone the and fuck? they searched all over they found and there's several like uh records of this particular thing happening in america it was like in the midwest and i mean of course it sounds fantastical and whatever it's just strange that there's so many people that corroborated this story yeah Mm -hmm. um and you know who knows it could have been a cover-up for some crazy other thing something maybe sinister or whatever Mm -hmm. but uh, that sort of like fueled sort of the this, situ- this idea of like ley lines, where people can just be if they hit the right energy source or whatever, this cross, you know, section of these mm-hmm. energy lines running over the the globe that they could get transport somewhere. Hmm. So, and I always and that has fueled like I think that fueled mm-hmm. like the idea of the Philadelphia project. It fueled the idea of um. A lot of books and stuff that I read mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah,
0: yeah. Another theory I heard was uh, rogue waves, because apparently a lot of them happen during the B- Bermuda Triangle, and they can reach up to like a hundred feet. So they say a plane who's flying too close to the ocean will oh. even get swept away by a rogue wave. What causes a rogue wave? Uh, that's th- that's another thing. There's not. R- there's people trying. There's people studying it. I honestly don't know the science behind it, or even if there is any. But they really seem to pop out of nowhere. Anyways, back to the Bermuda Triangle.
2: Yeah. So, is there anything that you guys focused on particularly
0: in your research? Or just... Just that the uh, Bermuda Triangle is a conspiracy of the Illuminati.
2: Mm. I don't know. That's a fun one. Most,
1: right. like... This is kind of a bummer, because I l- watched probably three different short documentaries about it, and... Mm-hmm. None of them were fun. Like they're, yeah. <laughs> they're all just like, well, here's the explanation. There's nothing yeah. strange going on here. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah.
0: I I watched some quacky ones today. Like people. See, who that's what I was looking for. Those but are the ones I, I, I couldn't like. get. the They're quacky funny. Ones. Well, yeah. the the one that I watched today was <laughs> some dude who, like, he started with some really solid facts. Like he was going through history. He was talking about really interesting things, and then he started saying, "And some people say it'll take you to a parallel dimension, or." Even that, you know, no dolphins swim near this area. None of this happens here near there this area. And it could be because some people s- thought they saw a UFO crash in the ocean during this period of time. But I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> 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 like, really suggestively, like, this could have happened.
1: I did That's get up one you, weird thing where um, there are some people that had some submersible... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, boats. I think they're normally called submarines. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is that is what they're called, yes. Correct.
1: And they claim that, th- it was a man, a woman, they claim that they saw that uh, a city underwater. Oh, which yeah. they claimed they thought might have been Atlantis. Oh. Which, to me, makes no goddamn sense because Atlantis is traditionally a Greek yeah. City, yeah. Well, right? they say
0: <laughs> I forgot who said it, but they say point anywhere to a globe, and that's people have speculated Atlantis to be there at some sure. point in time. So, you know, it's always a mystery. But however, what's one thing that is interesting, it lies directly outside the Bermuda Triangle, but off the coast of Cuba, there was a city that they discovered with pyramid-like structures, 700 meters below the surface of the ocean, which really is crazy deep for there to have been a civilization. Right. So, and that's people. Uh, A lot of people have tried to figure out how that could have happened, and no explanation really.
1: uh, I mean, don't they say that we're like one, like huge earthquake away from California just breaking off and falling into the ocean? That's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) It's not true though. (laughs) That's the thing. It would take a very long time for that to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, isn't Venice like slowly sinking into the ocean or the sea? Yeah. But like it it's been slowly reasons. doing it for yeah. forever.
2: Yeah. Also, yeah. the water levels are rising.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing that is, like, messing people up about that 700 meter deep city is that uh, the architecture that was used in that city and everything else doesn't line up with the time period it would take for it to take that long for it to sink that deep. Mm. So, like, it's very reminiscent of other, I mean, it has its differences. It's kind of like Mayan pyramids is what they look like but you know the mayans existed during this period of time but it would have had to been thousands of years before that time for it to have sunk that deep that's f- so people are confused as to how that happened hmm. maybe they just like slowly dropped the blocks down there just stacked them <laughs> up tetris style <laughs> <laughs>
2: So some interesting disappearances that have happened, just an overview of a few of these. So of course Chris Columbus, like Mm -hmm. he didn't disappear obviously, but he reported those weird things that happened around that area. Um, Mm -hmm. And then um, there was a ship called the Sea Venture that wrecked um, just off the coast of Bermuda Island, and uh, they were the first people to start a human settlement there. So they actually survived, they didn't disappear, they just kind of crashed and then decided to live there. Mhm. Um let's see. In 1945 on December 5th, uh this is flight 19, which is pretty well known. Yeah. Um it was a group of bombers, just some training aircraft, uh and they were scheduled to do just kind of a circle around the area. And um they ended up just completely disappearing. Um and uh to add to that little thing about flight 19 is two rescue aircrafts were sent to find them and one of them did not return yeah hmm.
0: yeah i did read about that one yeah and one of the documentaries i
1: watched it was specifically about a guy trying to find that that rescue plane which i think and to go back to me saying that a lot of things that i watched were explanations for everything like a lot of because uh the pr- it has a uh a strong current like that whole sea area does mm-hmm. so it would be really hard to find something that crashed into the ocean especially yeah yeah sea or aircraft it could be swept off somewhere completely different so it, that's where a lot of the mystery lies is because we haven't recovered the mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
0: which i think another odd thing about that area though isn't the sea floor is pretty flat around the b- in the Bermuda triangle. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, which is kind of another kind of weird thing. I mean just 500 square miles, you know, a lot of it being flat. Mm-hmm. It just kind of monotony, I guess if you're looking at the seafloor. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um 2003, uh some newlyweds went missing. Uh they were just on a fishing trip. Um Well, that's what
1: they get for <laughs> having their honeymoon in the b- Bermuda triangle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, they left uh from Florida. Uh mm. just on a on a sailboat and it was brand new. And um the Coast Guard just gave up searching for them. So some that's a bummer story, some newlyweds yeah. just trying to have a good fishing fishing trip off the coast of Florida and they were like mm. definitely dead now. <laughs>
0: that really sucks. <laughs> they could still be floating out there.
2: Yeah. Um twenty fifteen um which is pretty recent. Um, there was a container ship that
0: disappeared. That's the most recent one?
2: I don't know if that's the most recent. There's one here that says 2017, but I haven't read about this one. Small private aircraft. Twin engine. Let's see, May 15, 2017. Flying from Puerto Rico to South Florida. So basically, exactly right in there.
0: My question is, if you have a small aircraft... Why the hell are you flying it over the Bermuda Triangle? Even by if yourself? I
2: even if there was a large aircraft, like say I booked a plane ticket to somewhere and it was like we're flying over Bermuda during this plane trip, <laughs> I would cancel it.
1: Would you really? I would
2: because like I'm not a superstitious person 99% of the time. But that like there's just too much to the but Bermuda no, Triangle. But
0: no airliners falling in there, right? But
1: it's also like one of the most heavily trafficked areas. I mean, yeah. that, I think that's why there's so many stories about it because That's another theory. Yeah. There, there are so many people going through it, so of course it's going to have a higher number of disappearances. I mean, you almost
0: you have to really go through it if you're going into the Gulf of Mexico from the Atlantic, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's a huge area there.
2: Um, but a couple of the ones that I really wanted to focus on were, well, first of all, Mary Celeste, um, aka known as, <laughs> aka known as, <laughs> <laughs> also known as, aka. Known as <laughs> <laughs> the ghost ship, Mary Celeste, um was found with nobody on board, just sailing. So that's like, that mm-hmm. kind of, the methane gas theory, mm-hmm. that's one mm-hmm. of, this is one of the ones that kind of debunks that theory for me, not completely, but in part mm-hmm. at least, is because, like, it's these stories like that. So you could say that, like, yeah, it's the most heavily trafficked area or one of them. Mm-hmm. But still, like, when you, like, when there are, Incidences like that where you, where there are entire ships found without a single soul, or, or like, or yeah. like you were saying earlier, aircraft crashing yeah. and the debris is found, but nobody, like, no bodies are found. Yeah. That's a little odd.
0: Well, how m- big was this list? How, what was the crew count? Uh,
2: well, this was in 1872. Um,
0: So it's probably a big, a big ship.
2: Yeah. So let's see. Known as. Originally named the Amazon, so yeah, I'm guessing it was a pretty large ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was built in 1861 in Nova Scotia, so that's around Civil War era. Mm-hmm. Let's see, she was 31 meters long, 7.6 meters wide, and displaced 282 tons of water. Pretty big fucking ship.
0: Dang!
2: Um, so just some of the things that are interesting about the Mary Celeste, especially if you're the superstitious type. Um, is her history. Um, so, when she was known as the Amazon. Um, so, f- the first master, so I guess the first shipmaster of the ship, whatever, um, he fell ill and died, which it was the 1860s, so whatever. People mm-hmm. died all the time for, you know, pretty stupid reasons. Yeah. Because modern medicine. Um, <laughs> and then uh, on her maiden voyage, uh, suffered some pretty big damage in the hull after they ran into a fishing dam. And then on the first Atlantic crossing, collided in the Straits of Dover with a two-masted ship, which sank. So it had to be repaired again.
1: Wait, so they killed another ship? I but think so. <laughs> At least you won.
2: Yeah, so, and then... Um, that seems see. kind of
1: odd to me that, like, two massive ships could, could accidentally run into each and other. And that
2: could be, like, a the way that's written... I'm not sure how to take that. Like, was the ship already sank and they, like, ran into it oh while yeah. it was yeah. under the sea? Yeah. Or did they actually collide with it and make the other ship sink? I think so the
1: first thing that you said makes way more sense. It
2: makes more sense, but, you know, who knows? Um, Which that could have been a foggy night. Yeah, it could have been, yeah.
0: That also reminds me of uh, around the Bermuda area and, I mean, anywhere coral reefs are, but particularly around the Bermuda area where there's a lot of coral reefs, uh, there's things, they call them ship, ship breakers, uh-huh. and they literally are these like, uh, deposits where, like, millions of, like, mo- mollusks and stuff will, like, eventually their sh- shells will be left behind to be, like, a limestone pillar that's almost to the surface of the ocean. Oh, but really? Not. And yeah. the only time you can really see it is when the waves are bad, because the waves crash against it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So when the sea's calm is when it's the most dangerous, because your ship will just, oh, just cut a big, giant hole in the hull. Yeah.
2: So after all that happened, um... Upon her return to America, she ran aground in Nova Scotia. Um, Let's see. Changed owners several times. Some of them went bankrupt. And then she was purchased by a guy named James Winchester.
1: (laughs) 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 Which just makes this even more hilarious. Yeah. Do we Um, have that that chime ready to go?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no one has mentioned the S word yet. We're talking about actual history here. (laughs) So uh, the ship looked completely different, so they changed her name to the Mary Celeste. Um, She was supposed to be taking a bunch of alcohol somewhere to like around Bermuda, I think.
0: Uh, Mm, So she was a good Samaritan.
2: Mm Yeah, let's see. 1872 was made ready on a berth in New York East River for a voyage to Genoa, Italy. Um, Benjamin Briggs was the captain. His 30-year-old wife, Sarah, and two-year-old child were also in the ship. And they were a seven crew, making it a total of ten on board. Let's see. Briggs was an experienced and able seaman. <laughs> he had captured Sorry, five please. ships <laughs> in his career.
0: You guys laughed at duty. <laughs>
2: I get this one. Uh, let's see, seventeen hundred and one barrels of raw commercial alcohol were on board. That was valued at some thirty-five thousand dollars. So at Damn, the time, that's a lot of alcohol. That's a ridiculous amount of money too for the yeah. time. Thirty-five thousand dollars. Like, what does that add up to? Like today, like that's insane.
1: It's like one new car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, that can so almost
1: pay off my student loans. <laughs> <laughs> almost. <laughs> I'm not kidding that would almost pay off my <laughs> oh <no. laughs>
2: so about a month after uh it had set sail on this voyage uh on december fourth eighteen seventy two a British Empire vessel named de Gracia that's about as close as I can get to that pronunciation mm-hmm. found it off the coast of Portugal and it was abandoned though still under sail um nobody was on board. And mm-hmm. so nobody really knows what happened. So there was just a ghost ship floating around in this area. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so the Mary Celeste is an interesting one. And there are some theories, but n- again, just like the theory of, like, in general for the mm-hmm. Bermuda Triangle, none of them really add up.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it Could it have been one of those everybody got off to swim situations and nobody could throw them a, a line?
2: It could have been, like, um, let's see, could have been a storm, but no storm was reported in that area during the time.
0: Um, my bet, my bet's on Cthulhu. Yeah, or the Kraken,
2: <laughs> the Kraken. But yeah, I mean, there are some different theories, like an explosion, a seaquake, mm-hmm. a drunken crew, an insurance scam, even. But a lot of that doesn't even make sense. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were still going. Yeah. Well, yeah. sorry. I mean, there's <laughs>
2: another, there's another instance, but I don't want to like just keep talking until.
0: Oh no, you're good. Go ahead. You took a breath, so I was waiting.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I, I breathe sometimes. No, yeah. you, you,
0: you took like a, <gasps> like you're about to say something. Sorry.
1: That's oh, because I'm fat and I <laughs> breathe <laughs> oh like my that. God.
2: There's a scene in Kimmy Schmidt <laughs> that uh, Sarah quotes a lot. She's like the old lady. Yeah. The like landlady. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love her. And at one point, she was just like, <gasps> like after someone had said something. And everyone looked at her like, what the fuck? And she's like, oh, sorry. Sometimes I just breathe like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I was oh, okay. in the middle of, because all this, I hadn't researched this at all, but uh, it was reminding me about the uh, the lore of Amelia Earhart and oh, her yeah. disappearance. Oh, yeah. I know that it wasn't in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. But it kind of reminds me of this sort of thing where there's probably a lo- very logical explanation for a lot of these disappearances, but... Yeah.
0: And it may not be. It could be a mixture of some of those phenomena. It could be. I mean, that's, that's the only
2: issue is, like, there is no one explanation mm-hmm. for all of these things.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is dangerous waters and notoriously. I mean,
2: even like, saying that, like, oh, it's, like, really, you know, a uh, mm-hmm. frequented area for ships and yeah. aircraft and stuff. But, like, the Christopher Columbus thing... Yeah. Is really interesting because even he said... And, I mean, at that time, it wasn't Mm -hmm. obviously not a real frequented area. Yeah. And even at that time... And, I mean, I guess that could be hearsay even though, but... um But Because, I mean, mean it was that long ago. Yeah. But he reported strange lights and the compasses were going awry and, like... So, I mean, a lot of these older disappearances, Mm -hmm. um, I can't really think of them being explained
0: by just, like,
2: oh, it's a frequented area, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean... even being a frequented area people say that it is hard to navigate and it's hard to yeah you well you know it's just dang
1: dangerous wasn't one of the things that uh there within the bermuda triangle there's a point where magnetic north and true north are actually aligned they're the same thing oh. which throws off people's calculations hmm. that's one of the especially with new technology that's something that's thrown things off hmm. cuz uh, magnetic north changes Mm because it's a shifting thing in the north pole Mm -hmm. but true north is just literally just a point on the map and so people have to account for that a lot and so but in that one place that's a place where they align and it throws Mm -hmm. things off huh that's what i read or not read it's one of the documentaries i watched yeah was one of the explanations for why, especially with modern technology, like planes yeah. and stuff, have had trouble there. Interesting. Have any of you guys ever in your life been in a place where you had to use a compass for real? No. Yeah. You have,
0: been. Yeah, well, hiking. Uh, whenever we were in uh, Taos, New Mexico, I couldn't pick up any service on my phone. <laughs> so we had a map of the area. And so uh, to find, because whenever you're, like, up in the mountains, but there's still trees, you haven't hit the, where, you know, trees can't grow any higher. Mm-hmm. When you haven't hit that point, you kind of have to rely on uh, direction to find your way to, because, like, if a trail splits and there's not a sign, you got to know, okay, well, at least general direction as to which, right. which route to take, so.
2: Well, I can think of one instance where someone that I was with should have had a compass. <laughs> <laughs> um there was, and I was very young for this, so I I just have flashes of the memory. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to go camping down at Devil's Den mm. with my stepdad's family and mm-hmm. a lot of the family friends of his, and it was my sister and my mom and my stepdad and just a whole bunch of good old boys and their families. And we would, we would all take our horses down there and just go on the trails and ride horses around. Mm-hmm. And there was one night that we went on one of those trails, And we got lost and we were making circles around like the exact same tree and area for like several hours. Shit! And then a storm came. Oh my God. And there was lightning striking the trees around us and we were stuck out there in this and we couldn't find our way back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's terrifying.
0: Yeah.
2: And finally. You woke up. (laughs) 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 probably this whole time my mom has just been telling me this story like it was real (laughs) and i believed it wait so
1: how old were you
2: um i mean i was horse riding age like able to be on one by myself i was probably like between age ages seven and ten dang so like i said i just i barely have flashes of this memory yeah there was also one time we went down there and i got pneumonia while we were there and we had to go to the local hospital. <laughs> and my mom got pulled over on the way to the hospital. And her license had just expired, oh I think. Oh, no. But the cop could see that I was, like, yeah. really sick. Because we just hit a roadblock. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's what it was. We didn't get pulled over. And My mom. Actually, I think she just didn't have her license with her. Because she left in such a hurry to get me oh, to the hospital. Yeah. And the cop, like, looked in and was like, uh, go ahead. <laughs> get nah. your kid to the hospital. <laughs> Good. That's, like. Maybe
3: just
1: one horses th- are bad luck for you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what. I it mean, is. I mean, I
2: have been thrown off more than once. Really? <laughs> I, yeah, I got. I've been thrown off of a horse at least two times, and then one fell like ever it tripped over a log and landed on my leg once. I'm surprised it didn't break my leg because it was an entire horse
0: on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang! You bite them or something? Why do they hate you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I
1: do like horses. I wish that I weren't so scared of them. It's just
2: it's as an adult, it's not something I really want to get into because Yeah. I mean, you also know, I think I would break a horse's back. It's really <laughs> dangerous. Like they can cuz the times that I got thrown off, they just got spooked at something. Yeah. You know, it's not like oh, they sure. were it's not like they were untrained right. crazy horses. I was just trying to break as a 9-year-old, you know. Yeah. These were horses that had been ridden for like I think my horse was like 12. Wow. And so how anyway, do, how long
0: do horses live? Stupid question.
1: They Time. can live to be like 20 or okay. more. Yeah, that's why I thought, but that's me talking about my 20. ass. I have oh. no idea.
0: So it's really al- not that much longer than a like a medium-sized dog.
2: 20. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Or a cat? More like a cat. Yeah. Let's see. Um there were some there was a couple of other things I wanted to a couple of other
0: disappearances.
2: Uh, Anyone else want to say something?
0: (laughs) I don't have a lot. I mean, other than, we talked about this a little bit on the last episode, but, you know, just how little we know about Mm -hmm. the ocean. Like, there could be explanations we can't even really talk about because we don't know what else is down there because, you know, there's just a lot of mystery. Which I wish freaking people would invest more into to figure that shit out mm-hmm. because five percent of the ocean, twenty eighteen. Come on, people, get it together. I uh,
1: know. I think the future is getting off this planet. I think that's where it weird. seems that <laughs> way. But <laughs> come people on. probably should be investing their money to getting us off of here. Yeah. Well, you know.
2: I mean, they're looking for new planets that mm-hmm. are. Life's yeah,
1: we don't need to get underwater. We need to go somewhere else. But at least we're th- about to blow this
0: thing up. Or we
2: could make it like uh, that Kevin Costner movie,
0: like have an aqua, aqua world. Yeah,
2: is I that what that was it was called? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Aqu- Wait, aqua- uh,
1: yes. Yeah, uh, I don't think it was water Aqua World. Water World. Water water world. world. Yeah. Pff, it was even dumber. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean seriously though, like wouldn't that I, I wouldn't make ec- more economical sense to live underwater than live in space, where there's not if the entire no world. is blown what's, up. What's going to blow up the world? Nuclear weapons. Every
1: single nuclear weapon. Weop- <laughs> we have enough nuclear weapons to blow it up oh, like thirty-two I times. Yeah. I know that.
2: But I think it's only going to take. You know, I mean, how many are we going to launch at one time until there's no one left to launch them?
1: I mean, as soon I, I'm sure as soon as somebody launches one, everyone else is going to launch all of theirs. Oh for
2: sure. I mean that's what happens in all of the movies and TV shows and video games, of course. Yeah, but I don't sh- That's why I love like as many problems as I have with Fallout 4. I love that it shows you the beginning like yeah.
0: before you go into the vault. But like the amount of people that would have to like, you know, follow orders for all of those to be yeah. launched. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I I l- I'd like to have a little shred of hope and humanity. I mean
2: there have been Several times, like one exact time that I can point to, like I think in like 1979, maybe
0: where he was told to, but he
1: ended up being right. Yeah, and I think it was a
2: yeah, it was a Russian guy that did that.
1: yeah, so so you had before. Yeah, you had that story, and yeah, you told uh, like that guy and maybe one other one where
2: there was one in 1979 where NORAD Mm -hmm. had some kind of a a misreading. Yeah, there was 1979 one was actually like really terrifying
1: yeah i feel like we're about to either get another one or we're just all gonna die (laughs) we just had that like fake scare in hawaii so (laughs)
2: yeah yeah um so another disappearance uh that i i know that i mentioned on a previous episode at some point was the witchcraft Mm -hmm. which was a privately owned luxury cabin cruiser owned by a guy named burrick um, and this guy was, like, super rich. He owned a hotel and stuff. Um, l- obviously, Rich lived in Florida owned his own fucking boat. Mm-hmm. Um, this I was a boat. <sighs> for real. <laughs> be
0: so awesome.
2: I mean, Walking Dead situation, you would be yeah, set. Hell yeah, hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah. Until you need it. Well, I, you could fish for food. Yeah. Yeah. Live on a fresh water Damn.
2: Fresh water might be an issue. Yeah. But, I mean, you could, like... Live off the boat, get a little colony going, get some defenses set up on the boat if anyone tried to fuck with you with their boat. Yeah. Um, but hopefully people would be smart enough if you ran into each other. Hopefully it wouldn't be like a Walking Dead situation. Like, It would actually hopefully be like, hey, let's like partner up. And let's make this a community. Yeah, let's, let's try to create, kill each other. Yeah, let's create mm-hmm. a thing where we can protect each other. Hopefully yeah. more people would be like that than they are in The Walking Dead. However...
0: You would get pretty damn stir-crazy you know, if you're on a boat your You know, life.
2: if it was a big enough boat that could hold a colony of people and you went on
0: like... You could go on tiny islands, I guess, and stuff. You could
2: go on islands and also eventually yeah. you would have to scavenge for food. You would have to send out your strongest um, or some of your strongest to go out. But you could fish. You could fish, but I mean, like I said, fresh water. You're going to have to go find something. Yeah. and supplies eventually you're going to run out and Which a lot you of those can only get so many fish probably
0: yeah a lot of those uh sailboats will catch rainwater there's some that are designed that way oh yeah yeah and so well, you can just cool pump that out
2: then maybe you could live your entire life on a fucking boat i mean i would be I totally mean, down
0: with that yeah t- uh, given that it rains yeah frequently enough yeah but i've always been fascinated about the guys that do the uh, like around the world trips and sailboats like it's it's happened multiple times people have done it i would like never by themselves ever 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 that ever ever, <laughs> ever, <blows laughs> ever, ever, my ever mind. do that one of the guys said that uh, it was not uncommon for you to have to uncapsize your ship like oh once a month, my god once a month
2: how do you even do that
0: well th- i there i don't I, I don't know i can't tell you personally but there is a way to do it apparently what the so. f-
2: no these yeah. people are fucking insane. Okay. Right? <laughs> I mean, I could see doing some crazy daredevil shit. Like, I mean, you know, maybe mm-hmm. someday I might want to, like, face my fear of heights and go parachuting. Sure. You know, maybe even step that up a little bit and go wingsuiting or whatever. No you know? way. Oh. <laughs> I would totally. That looks like the biggest rush in the world. Like
1: would I you feel like actually do it, though? I've prob- watched tons probably of Probably
2: not. I mean, maybe if I could force myself to go parachuting, I might be able to step up to that. Right. But, I mean, the biggest step would be doing any of it because I'm so afraid of heights. Like, heights and water are two of my most biggest fears besides spiders. And so that's why reading up on disappearances like with the Bermuda mm. Triangle are so fascinating mm. to me because they actually terrify
0: me. Yeah. I think my Being lost in the open sea like th- that. Yeah, open water is the scariest thing
2: it's to It's horrible. Did you ever see the movie Open Water?
1: Mm. Ooh. Wait, like, is that the shark one?
2: That's the married couple that they're on a scuba diving trip and the people that they're with just forget about them and they like sail off without them and so they're just left in the water. And yeah, like sharks start attacking them, basically. It's a horrible, horrible movie. Anyway. Yeah. It ends horribly, don't watch it. Um anyway, so the witchcraft was uh it was owned by this rich dude, obviously.
0: Okay. I had a question too too. I mean you haven't mentioned it yet, but there was a priest on that ship. Yeah. Uh, he was the priest was on the witchcraft? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even L- think about that. Little oxymoronic to me. Yeah. But.
2: Um well it says that he's a close friend of the owner of the ship. Uh Father Patrick Horgan. Um so they I guess they're just like having a chill night off the shore of Miami one night in the in this rich guy's mm. boat. As you do. Um and they uh they weren't going to go offshore too far like it was just uh they were just going to chill. I think it was on New Year's Eve or no, it was around Christmas so they were yeah. going to check out the lights of the city uh from mm. the from the shore. Right, right. Like a perfect location, you know. I mean that sounds like yeah. a, a wonderful idea. Awesome. I would totally do that. Um, so they left the this the marina we yeah, we do need to get a boat. They left the marina around nine um no, they left the marina like early in the evening and then around nine p m uh Brook calls the coast guard and he it was not an s o s like he was totally chill, like he was a very experienced mm-hmm. yachtsman or whatever, totally like comfortable with his boat and like knew what to do in, in situation with his boat. right mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said that they seemed to have hit something over the call, and it was like a totally clear emergent or mm-hmm. totally clear not SOS like they said. But he was just talking to the Coast Guard like, "Hey, we've hit something. We needed to be towed." Um, and they he said that they weren't even a mile offshore. And what happened was, the Coast Guard got to their location, their last known location, mm-hmm. in 19 minutes, and there was absolutely no sign of the boat. Yeah, right. right and the guy, uh, the owner of the boat, said that he had flares that he could even shoot off to them, Mm -hmm. that he was going to shoot off to indicate where he was, and he didn't shoot any of those flares, and he never contacted them again. Less than a mile offshore at like 9 p.m. just off the coast.
0: Yeah, it's super weird.
2: Super weird. There was absolutely no trace of
0: of this boat or the two guys left. Did they check bo- all of their friends and family to see if anybody had recently been murdered?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: they asked them, hey,
1: has any <laughs> of your family recently no. been murdered? That's what, that's what I'm I asking. And I mean, it could <laughs> be
2: like a fake your death situation, yeah, but I feel saying. like right, they still right, would yeah. have found. I still like they feel would have, uh, like...
0: Found evidence of that? They
2: still would have found oh. them eventually. I mean, because they still had, like, not that far of an area around them. And Mm -hmm. also, like, why would you want to disappear with a priest? Um, It's such a weird story. (laughs) Such a weird story. Um, But that was one of the other ones that I know that I mentioned that on an earlier podcast. Um, Mm. But the the Coast Guard covered 24,500 miles searching for these guys. Yeah,
1: that's That's crazy.
2: And they never found them. They never found a trace.
1: I have one thing that... I thought maybe you guys had already heard about in the news within the last couple of years. Hmm. Have you guys heard about the guy that uh, ran in a bubble? Ran in a bubble. Are you
0: talking about
2: Jake Gyllenhaal? Nope,
1: (laughs) but very similar. Bubble Boy. Kind of like Bubble Boy. Mm -hmm. He was in a giant inflatable bubble. and He was (laughs) trying to run from Miami (laughs) to Bermuda. Over water. Oh my! How hard did he get? God. Uh, He tried this twice and got arrested both times. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Well, to his credit, he was doing it for charity. Oh no. He was a like. Did he have like a GoFundMe or something? Like he was an ultra marathon runner that was raising money for a charity, which is good. Like he was doing, he had an altruistic thing (laughs) that he was doing. But he had tried this once before and got arrested because he can't fucking do it. Wouldn't you run out of air? Like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, what supplies are you? What if he hit like a coral
0: reef or something? and just made a hole. He's stuck in a giant net at that point. He's sinking. Let me see if I can find what his name is. This guy's an idiot. I don't know how easy those things are to get out of. I have no
2: respect for this
0: person.
1: I guess they're saving his name. Uh, uh, No, his name is (laughs) Bellucci. (laughs)
2: John Bellucci
1: Rayza Bellucci (laughs) anyway (laughs) so he did this once he got arrested and uh, then he did it again and um, here let me find my favorite line of this wait well okay so his strategy was to catch fish and eat protein bars and sleep on the hammock that he had inside his pod it was over a thousand miles for him to (laughs) do this there's no way he could by the way that. he's hitting pretty much the entire like triangle points of the bermuda <laughs> triangle and how the hell
0: is he gonna <laughs> catch fish inside a bubble i'm confused
2: i mean i'm guessing he gets out of the bubble periodically sure, he has
1: to uh wait i think how there's does the a picture stay of this inflated? i don't know uh my favorite line of this <laughs> was the second time he got arrested was in 2014 the coast guard rescued a Am- <laughs> Rescued him after receiving a report about a disoriented man in a bubble off the coast of Miami <laughs> who was asking for directions to Bermuda. <laughs> what a Can woman. you imagine being in the middle of the ocean and being like, where's Bermuda? <laughs> Here, okay, I'll show you. Okay, here's a picture of his bubble. It's not oh like God. completely spherical. What? It's like a
2: I see. Okay. So, so it's, it's, it's more like,
1: like a hamster wheel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that he tried it twice. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> also
1: fucking idiot. What,
0: d- did he have like any way to navigate? Did he l- at least learn That's what I wanna know, <laughs>
1: like the fact that he was like asking people where Bermuda is, I <laughs> was like w- what were you expecting to happen? Like how are you planning to navigate? In, in that
0: article, it said, off the coast. of my, He didn't get very far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Some people, you know? Anyways. So I this, this, been this <laughs> has been Sudafuzz. <suit> this has been Did you have more stuff? or
1: Are you looking up something?
2: Um, I just found something called electronic fog,
1: but I don't know. I'm sure that's more it. So that, that sounds idea. like my punk band. <laughs> electronic electronic fog. fog. fog.
0: That sounds like some sort of techno or something. Yeah, I don't know. some industrial music yeah. or something.
2: <laughs> so, have you heard of any of this electronic fog before?
0: No, I've I mean other than it. the Philadelphia Experiment and then this
2: Hutchison Effect. Have you heard of that? What's that? I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> what yeah. I was going to say is that I've uh, seen like the Bermuda Triangle has been such a trope in like literature and movies for mm-hmm. so long. And usually, it's not just like oh they just disappeared. The mm-hmm. end. It's usually some like some sort of like transportation thing. Yeah, where they either end up in a new location or a new time period. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a lot of like movies that came out recent or movies and TV shows that came out recently where mm-hmm. somebody entered the Bermuda Triangle and came out at a different time period or something. Yeah, are you guys familiar with anything like that? But that- I mean, I'm. I can't. I can't recall any stories off the top of my head that I've
0: read or seen. But cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some. Are there movies like just specifically about the Bermuda Triangle? No, isn't of? that?
1: Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. God damn it. I'm trying to. Th- there's one specific TV show I have in mind, but I can't remember the title of it. And also, I never watched it. So <laughs> 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 this is all staying in here. <laughs>
0: We, uh, we haven't really explored the sea creature aspect of the Bermuda Triangle.
1: Well, there's the methane, or er, the man. methane. Sorry, I'm the not euthane? British. Did you <laughs> say <laughs> methane? <laughs> he did. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> the methane. Yeah, methane thing where yeah. like sinks, uh, sinks, ships just sink uh, because of the mm-hmm. lower pressure of the water. Yeah, with methane Which we bubbling about up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, it
2: swallows their ship hole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you laughing at chip hole? Such a Yeah, where are you laughing at? I wasn't laughing, so <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure I'm on, I'm on track here. Yeah, it's okay, swallows your sorry. ship
2: hole. <laughs> <laughs> to listening to that back. You laughed at it last time. Because <laughs> when I? I listened to the episode back, but like Torrent said it would swallow your ship hole. Wait, which episode was that? last one. <laughs> oh, oh god. One. Last week.
0: Dear God. I'm like <laughs> so much has happened between now and then.
2: <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> but that was like a highlight of my week. So <laughs> <laughs> it all it all went down fucking hill oh, from there. I'm sorry. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was oh, such sorry. a stupid moment. Swallow your ship hole, and then oh, there's just right. a dead silence, and me and Ben are like, <laughs> 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 oh yeah. <laughs> I remember now.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my
3: god, sorry. I was sick last anyway. weekend.
0: It's <laughs> been a lot of time <clears throat> sleeping. I'm sorry, Ben. Are you and feeling better? Movies. I'm feeling so much better. Thank you. Good. But uh, we actually, we Kate and I binge watched last, actually yesterday, uh, Big Little Lies on HBO with Adam Scott and Reese Witherspoon and Nicole. I Kidman. love Adam
1: Scott. I don't know this TV
0: show. Never though. heard of it. Big Little Lies on HBO. It's <laughs> really good. Check it out if you get a chance. Reese
1: Witherspoon is just okay. Yeah.
0: But I like Nicole
1: Kidman. She's good. She's alright. <laughs> okay. Fine. Teach the room.
0: It also ha- Oh god,
1: I can't remember the actress's name.
0: Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Who farted? Who did the that? The timing on that was really funny. Well, <laughs> we don't have any more. I can wrap I'm this up. I'm done. <laughs> okay, everybody's done. Does anybody have anything they want to shout out to people about? Anything you want to share?
1: So, anyway, thanks for listening to <laughs> Pseudophiles. If you like, please uh, shit, <laughs> like, shit on <laughs> us. <on laughs> <laughs> pseudophiles at podcast.bed.com. Are, are you doing
0: the Charleston while sitting down? <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs>
1: I don't know what your wrap up is.
2: (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Pseudophiles. That's all I know.
1: Yeah.
0: Please. Do I have to like repeat everything you just said, now? (laughs) No. Like they just said. (laughs) I just
1: feel like I have to say it since I'm sitting in the seat. You're sitting in the in the seat. Yeah, you're in control. Um, But yeah, I
0: I got. I have to. Son of a bitch! You guys ruined everything. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. That's the end of no.
1: (laughs) Give me a second. second. (laughs) Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pseudophiles. As always, you can rate review us on iTunes. We always appreciate that. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll post on there eventually. We promise. And uh, you can always we have t-shirts still on pseudophiles. dot com. So go check that out. Um, as always, you can always email. As always, you can always and email us with any comments or suggestions or questions you have at pseudophiles podcast at pseudophiles. dot com. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Podcast at pseudofx.com. <laughs> <sighs> have fun editing, have, e- have fun editing, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> f- I'm fucking off the rails so fast.
2: Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Uh, we have enough <laughs> nuclear <nervous laughs> weapons